All right, speaking of that, the rant is out at Sneaky Pete's today, ringing in the Saturday weekend something or other. and That's right. Joining us. We're having a bikini party out here. All right. Did you shave? What? Did you shave? I what? did. Good. I'm bald. Just checking. Hey, Corby, congratulations, bud. Hey, thanks a lot. Yeah. Thank you very much. How's that working out? It's great. What's he congratulating you for? I had a kid. Wow! Oh, yeah. A little non-disclosure. I forgot to tell you my wife was pregnant. How about that? Wow. You're married! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my question is, how'd you come up with Isaac? Um, it, it was down between Isaac and Malcolm. And, and Latrell. Malcolm? Yeah. <laughs> are these, are these Al- family Isaac, names? Isaac, Malcolm... Uh, Leon, <laughs> Tyrone, Tyrone, yeah. No, um, you were a huge Love Boat fan, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. You know, it was just in our on our list, and we liked Isaac. So he's gonna be ID. He'll be ID. Yeah. ID. Think of that. All right. Mm. Wow. Mm. So you know, we some my mother-in-law likes to call him Ike. I right. don't. I like Isaac. So you know. Is it she an Eisenhower how, fan? How do you spell Isaac? Or I can Turner. I-S-A-A-C. Yeah. I-S-A-A-C? Isaac. Why are there two A's in it? I don't know. They're just star. You should have made up. One's for doo Why don't you be I-Z-A-K? You know? Do one of those jobs. Yeah. Do one of those jobs. Yeah. It's cool, though, man. I have, it's, you know, I hear all my friends told me that the first, you know, couple months were a big pain in the ass, which, you know, they kind of are, but it's still, it's a lot of fun. I'm having, it. it's just, he's, he's fun. We threw him out. around this morning. Yeah. Corby brought us over there, and we were tossing him back and over. forth across yeah. the living room. You, may, you know, you just Punting swaddle him. him. You just throw him as a football. As sure. As swaddle. He's a great sports baby. <laughs> he bounced well? Yeah. Good. I went too far, oh. yeah. I think. Mm. But he, uh, he looks a lot like me, that's for sure. How about that? Yeah. So far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'll change. But I don't he, know. I don't think you'll ever change. Actually, you'll you'll get a big giggle when he starts recognizing you. Yeah, that's what stuff. I'm looking that's forward to. I think I asked Gordon that the other day. When do they actually start recognizing who you are? How would Gordon know? Recognize. Yeah, how would I know? Well, Recognize. I you and the way you, Suzanne is. Where she recognizes me now? Yeah. After I beat her to a pulp that one time, remember she lost her memory. Right. Like seven months. <laughs> she only has one eye now. And she's constantly. She came out of the coma and she was like, yeah. Wow, you're losing your touch, Gordon. It used to take three years to come she out of the coma. fought her way out of the coma. <laughs> hey, you're a big, you're, you're big loss fan, aren't you, Gordon? Didn't you become a big <clears throat> disciple of that? Yeah, now I've turned on it. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have. So, I read this thing in USA Today that, you know the, that sequence in numbers that's supposed to be such a big player in that? Yes. That if you punch that into Google Earth, lo- longitude and latitude, you'll come up with this area just northwest of Australia. Yep. I don't know what that means. Just well, a little tidbit for down the it's road. right off of Australia. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, I didn't know they were saying where they actually were. No, they I weren't. I thought it was just... Well, well they, 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 they had flown for, what, six hours? Yeah, they were on their way but from they were, Australia But they to doubled LA. back. But they were oh, a thousand miles Australia? off course. Yeah, yeah. yeah a thousand miles off course. So they were right by Gilligan's Island. Or How were they a thousand miles off course? Because they were trying to avoid a storm or yeah. something. Their radio, they lost radio contact. It's a good show. Pretty much is. They spent a half mi- a half a million dollars per episode, something like that. How much? Half a million. You know, because uh, it's filmed in Maui. When we were in L.A., when I was in L.A. Oh wow, gosh. yeah, Look at your life. Thank Corby's you. L.A. tales. I was hanging out with Lenny Kravitz. Um, no, we were smell. we were there with uh, the the guy from FX, and he was telling us that uh, over there that that uh, Iraq show that got canceled. Yeah. Um, cost like. 
three hundred thousand an ep. I mean, something dirt. No, That's it was one nothing. one point two an episode or one point one. Yeah, those ensemble casts are expensive. He said Rome. One point one million dollars an episode. Yeah, that's more than Lost. No, Lost you're, is 500, right. you're wrong yeah. about Lost. Episode. That's what it said in the paper. It's got to be more than that. That's got to be right. The show Rome on HBO costs twelve million an episode. Twelve they, million. Well, the, the sets are ridiculous. Yeah. On they that split show. it with the BBC. HBO and the BBC. Well, I don't care who they're splitting it with. It's just ridiculous to me that a show can cost that much, when especially you, when it sucks so bad. When you, you yeah, see it's not like, very good. You know, a, a sitcom where they're just a sets there. But, all, you know, like everybody loves Raymond, you think about it, well, that, what does that cost, 50 bucks to shoot? Well, you know, Raymond costs $40 million a year. Well, Rome, I think, is filmed in front of a live studio audience, and then you've got to pay for all those people. Rome is not filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> oh. You need to go swim right out there. Rome's not very good, and I also read where HBO doesn't have any new programming through the winter. No, they don't. Which, Beating. you know... Curb is kind of running at it, running its course. It hasn't been nearly as good this year, and so he's waiting for Sopranos. And what's left? Can you have Carnival coming back? And six no, Carnival's not coming back. Sure it is. No, it's not. It's not. It's Are you dead. sure they got? It didn't get renewed. No, it's I never renewed. saw that. Are you kidding me? No, it's not renewed. Wow. Didn't one Bree Walker in there with her? Yeah, with, yeah. The, with the yeah. She was doing newscast with the butter arms. <laughs> what? Butter claws. Is she still married to Jim Lampley? Why are you calling butter claws? You do her. Butter claws are bad. I remember in San Diego when she was the <laughs> she was the face of one of the local rock stations, and they would just show her from the waist up. She was flawless. And they would bar out her hands. Yeah, they yeah. would. They would digitize them. They wouldn't show the clippers, <laughs> the snappers that she had. But wasn't she a hand model for a while? No. Mm. Before she got lobster claws? Interesting. She was born with them. Uh -oh. that, that still amazes me, that whole Lampley. She could do great community service, though. She ever got sentenced you know, to the Bree Walker conundrum where she... Being able to reach Well, they knew yeah. 50%. There was 50% chance their Pick kids would have the same malady. The and did they have it? Yes. Oh, God. They went ahead and had the kids anyway. Just wow. mind-boggling. See? Although 50%, you know. Yeah, that's a pretty high percentage. Hey, you get a 50% you know. chance of getting AIDS and dying... I would do it in a heartbeat. You would? <laughs> your yeah. Chaser. I think it depends on how it's you get it. a lot better it. odds than I usually get. <laughs> to me, it would be on how you got it. That would be the kicker. Craig, yeah. congratulations for uh, losing um, X amount of pounds. Yeah, how about that? That's great. George has some cred, doesn't he? What happened? Uh, George, I guess, we, George, I guess George, we haven't seen you in a while. George came in. Yeah, Craig lost 90 pounds. What? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Not, I, I didn't know he had 90 pounds to lose. He's anorexic. Yeah, yeah. right now he weighs 40. <laughs> <laughs> no, what'd you... I mean, this has only been a month. You lost I what? Lost, I lost a total... Um, 12 since, pounds? I lost a total of 26 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Since when? Well, it's been about four months. Yeah. Total. George did John. But George worked... <laughs> Did he George, do that? George what? George, George, worked George me, put you on a diet of cocaine. Of cocaine? Yeah, he worked <laughs> me hard for for a month, and my body fat went down 6%, and my weight went down significantly. And See, I need to start working out with George. You should. God, you would give up and It stay. is interesting, but you, you know, know what? But if, maybe I'd lose 10 pounds. If you had the opportunity to be cast in a movie... And like that, remember like Linda Hamilton and what, Terminator 2? Yeah, yeah two. she got cut for two. See, I think that would be really interesting for one year to see how, how good you could be. I'd love to do that. Yeah, when you I know what, you I wouldn't want to do, or I Brad Pitt. do the work myself. Yeah. I've, always, I've often thought like, what if, you know, like George Dijon could take over, like his, his mind could go into my body for a year and then he would just, you know, kick the 
ass of my body, and then I would switch back after a year? Hmm. Like, what? what's the potential? And then... And then you, I would just find it, out that he started in all these gay porn yeah. from his body. God, I like this too. Just <laughs> whole other world. Could to humiliate you. <laughs> yeah, on the ticket. <laughs> but, but what is you know? I I wonder that what is your body's absolute potential if you gave a damn? See, and I wouldn't want to do it necessarily forty-eight, but in your mid-twenties would be fun, or maybe early thirties. You know what? You try to lift weights and you. would You'd crumble. Yeah, it would. Just, my arm would just fall off. <laughs> no, you could do it. Craig's <laughs> nostrils would just shoot blood. Craig, what are you, 40 what? 42. 42? <laughs> Way overtaxed yep. himself. <laughs> it was I mean, worth it. Yeah, that's a perfect time to do it. Very worth it. But then you got to maintain it. And that's what I'm curious to see how Craig can do once you're not yeah, supervised all the time. Yeah, can you do it without George and around? Now you the motivation. And now you see a chocolate chip cookie, you know, calling you and will you take it or, you know, that's, that kind of that's stuff. That's what I did. You know, it was, it was a 30-day diet and this morning I... My wife made two uh, chocolate chip cookies, and I brought them in today. And after George's show this morning, he gave one to Rick, one to me. I said, this is going to taste so good. He smeared it all over his body, started <laughs> oh, licking it. Then you ate it, had to sprint <laughs> to the bathroom. It's like an enema. <laughs> it's exactly right. <laughs> an enema. Yep. I heard so you guys so you're on a, a pretty strict diet, Craig? I was. I mean, a 20, it was a 21-day detox diet. It took mm. 21 days. So it was no, worth it. No alcohol in that 21 days. No that. alcohol. Uh, no alcohol, no coffee, no sodas. It's like a day. <laughs> really, no uh, nothing. Like He's worried about the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the the, ca- the cake or something like that. It's the, no, it's the al- alcohol. That's why Dave has that big nose. He can, like, seek out alcohol <laughs> from five miles away. That's he all can that root around for. and find some old moonshine someone's buried somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but, do it. But, you, do it. but could you exchange it? Could you exchange alcohol for another mind-altering uh, drug? Yeah, well, he, he sure does he that frequently like too. His, like his pot fattening? No, well, I, I mean, mean the, the side product is right? right. The side effect of wanting to eat, but you could probably take acid every day. Yeah, like for twelve hours, just kind of trip, not eat. Yeah, then you'd look in the mirror and look like a Picasso painting, not knowing yeah. where you're losing weight or gaining it or anything. You know what George Dijon does every time? Acid? I'm, no, every time <laughs> I'm, up at, I'm up at work, Wait, and he'll sneak up animals. behind me and pat, hit me as hard as he can, like on my shoulder, and it hurts. He's so strong. It hurts so bad. But he, hey, how's it going? Boom. Does he do the the one inch punch? Yeah, and it hurts. Just popped you, puts and his then, fist right through. And then you. I hit him, and like my knuckles shatter. You know, he's such a piece of beef. He you know, is. when you mm. look when you look at him, he doesn't look nearly as big as he actually is. Uh, uh, George did John. He's just sculpted. Did yeah. John. <laughs> By the way, the best bonus of the whole thing is my wife went on the diet, too. She lost 40 pounds. She hot? What? Wow. Yeah, she's hot now. I didn't know she had she's 40 pounds. She's hot now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said say, it. Yeah, what's you up, Amy? She's hot again, I'll say. She's um, hot So she now. wasn't hot for how she's long? She's hot now. No, not For that four long. months. So it's, it's almost like you traded her in like you've been talking about. Yeah, how about that? Don't need to anymore. Nice move. See, I could do that. I ought to call George up. I bet you get, I could lose... Get you and Sue's on if, a plan. If your wife lost 40 pounds in a month, I could lose 60. Yeah. I, I alter my diet just a little bit, and I just... Weight falls off of me. You know, I'm the yo-yo, yo-yo guy. You're, you're you the are the yo-yo. Oprah. Oprah. The ticket. You, I lose you, weight so easily. But what you would happen Suzanne a month later? take the... The George DeJohn cocaine challenge. The George DeJohn cocaine challenge. Just sit you at two opposite ends of the room with a pile of cocaine. Has there ever Go. been a, a big fat cokehead? No. Oh, yeah. Chris Farley. Are there skinny yeah. dopers? Yeah. Are there? Mm-hmm. Skinny guys that smoke pot? Yeah. Mean? Oh, yeah. Serious? Tons of them. Yeah, I think there's <laughs> lots of... Why'd you raise your hand, Corby? I, that was <laughs> odd. <laughs> you did that. The reflex there was kind of interesting. 
All right, well, y'all party on. We're out here at Sneaky Pete's for the Have rest fun. of the day. What are you promoting? Uh, Donuts. We don't even know. Look at mm. the, Oh, hang on. Let me look. Here it yeah, is. Look we on got the some cheat. copy points for you. Cheat. Cheat. Um, oh, that's not it. Hardline. No. What? No, we, do we not have copy points? I don't think so. All right, make it up. Go Here out. Here we are. Hardline at Sneaky Pete's. Read that. That's Monday. Oh. We're promoting the Hardline's appearance. There you go. <laughs> We're the pregame show. All right, boys. Have a good weekend. All right, we'll see you. So what are y'all doing? Uh, okay. We'll right. listen to you. I knew they would. I had them in a parlay with Holland Hall from Tulsa. I met that dude at a party one time. Cistercian? No, Austin St. Stevens. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm Austin St. Stevens. <laughs> he's wearing a tuxedo and he's adjusting <laughs> his little cufflinks. All right, it is uh, 1017 on Sports Radio 13 to the ticket. You've got what could be the final rant of all time here at Sneaky Pete's in Lake on Lake Louisville. Stop by and see us. It's the is it Garden Ridge exit? Yes, Garden Ridge exit, off of 35. We're, We're having gonna a be bikini here contest right until now. Noon, right? We're about to crank up the bikini contest. Already, people are pulling their boats up to listen to the rant. So this is <laughs> this is great. So, uh, let's come by Sneaky Pete's. We've got ticket chicks. We've got uh, ticket T-shirts, calendars, guys guides, free water, Donuts. all kinds of stuff. Free water. Lake water. You know, my grandfather was not familiar with the concept of bottled water. I don't know if he was until the other day when my wife went over there. My grandpa's 100, if you don't know. And my grandpa asked her, he goes, where'd you get that? We're sitting down for lunch. Beer. And she had a bottle of water. And, and she goes, at the store or at Starbucks. And, and he goes, well, how much did you pay for that? He was like... 350 or something for a bottle of water from Starbucks, you know, and I mean that blew his mind. <laughs> he had he died just then. No, he didn't die. <laughs> but you know, to a guy like that, just went back <laughs> and he went <laughs> sitting at his kitchen table. Well, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. <laughs> does your dad, does your grandfather just have killer bongs? I mean, just huge ones, <laughs> water bongs. Yeah, they're pretty big. I bet she has a hookah when the family comes over. He tries to hide it. But can you imagine? He, he'll never drink bottled water. He, he has no reason to. Why, he, if you grew up on nothing but tap water, why would you ever switch? I don't know. You know, we switched. Bottled water was something that came in when we got older. I don't I know. I guess we just never drank water, did we? You know, I talked to Craig about that. When, when I was a kid, I never drank no, water. No, never ever. drank water. It was Cokes and Kool-Aid. 
just crud. You never drank water, did you? I drank orange juice no. a lot, milk. Yeah, I guess I, I guess how I got my water was like, you know, Kool Aid or Crystal Light or you know something that had water mixed in it. Yeah, it had to have sugar. It had to be sugar based. Right. But you never drank water. I drank a ton of milk. I think I was weird because I drank more milk than. But if you did, kids. you just turned on the faucet and went, and that was fine. Do you guys ever do that now? Turn the faucet. Or do you have like a filtration I, in I your have, refrigerator? I have in my, yeah, in my fridge. I yeah. drink that. Why? All right, how long does it take for water to go bad? Is there an expiration date on this? Well, this is the thing. Okay, like your bottle right here, Corby. You got some Deja Blue. And uh, so you've drunk, you know, maybe a quarter of it. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't tell you how many times I've drunk like a quarter of something and then I'm on my way out the, out the door, so I put it back in the refrigerator. Right. And then I'm not sure. I come back later. I don't know when I drank that or whatever. And so that entire bottle of water gets basically thrown away. Why? It's water. Well, that's my question. When does water go bad? When has it been sitting too long and it's gotten it's backwash in it and it's growing things? Well, maybe if it's in there for months maybe and you, you had a cold sore on your lip. Yeah, if you repeatedly spit in it over and over and pee in it, give my water back. You're gross. <laughs> <laughs> so you say it never goes bad? No. Well, not Does water ever go stale? Not unless it's got a bunch of foreign crap introduced into it if it just sits in the fridge if you just open it and then let it sit there it's just it's going to be water forever no -uh. then why is there an expiration it, into something else why is there an expiration date on this yeah well maybe they're in i think i lied there's not hmm. it says good forever i think there should be a new tap water revival like a tent revival <clears throat> i love those uh restaurants where they ask you you know you say you want water and they go okay do you want bottle or tap i always say and tap. then when you say tap they look at you like okay great i'm not gonna get a tip out of this jerk right i never get bottled water at a restaurant ever me neither i never valet at restaurants so i'm not but cheap. you know what grego like grego will gives his dog bottled water he won't give clyde tap water how stupid is that you want some Perrier? <laughs> Perrier. <laughs> All right, so we are going to take your phone calls today. We are? I thought Corby didn't like to talk to the P1s. 214-787-1310 is our telephone number. I do. Let's go to the phones. First up on the rant, let's go to James. You're on the ticket. Yeah, can I speak with the bull? The bull Big was bull? just at Guy's Night Out, and he's no longer around. Oh. Yeah, he died. The bull he back. Died. He passed away. Thank you for your call. <laughs> All right, let's go over to our good friend, uh, Line 2 on AM. Hi, yeah, Line 2. Hello. Hey, would you guys ever drink out of a water hose again? Yes. You ever do that when you're yeah, little I do that. I do that when I'm mowing the yard and stuff. I'll go turn the hose on. Really? Hose water's gross, though. It tastes so good. No, hose water's the best. But there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with I tap remember, water. I remember putting the hose in my mouth and then when it wasn't on and then just cranking it full blast. <laughs> and then filming it in slow motion. That's called a colonic. An opposite in colonic. You know, we were talking about colonics yesterday. What are, are y'all doing on that show? Every bad subject that came up on our drive up here, you said, yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. Well, what else? <laughs> well, necrophilia, for one. That was on this show. Have you ever given oh. a colonic to a dead person? 
Oh, wait. So that was on... You're talking about this show was out yes. of the place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Didn't you think he was talking about the hard line? Yeah, I thought oh. so, too. But no. Yeah, no, this show. Uh-uh. Oh. Sorry about losing your car deal, Corby. That's all right. All right, so anyway, so anyway, you were giving <laughs> we're somebody a colonic. About. No, would you would you guys be interested in getting one? No. Why? Because it's wrong. It's against God. It, no, why, how? I'd want to get the undigested beef rooted out. Oh, jeez. There's like three pounds of undigested meat in every human being. I think meat. all that is just BS is what I think. I think you wouldn't have to work out with George Dijon. You could just keep getting it's, colonics. It's so, it's just not true. All that stuff about colonics, I don't think is true. So you don't think it flushes out whatever's stuck to your intestinal walls? No. You don't? No. So what do you think comes out of there? It's a tank full of stuff. Well, I think they trick up those, you've seen those photos on the internet of yeah. things that, yeah, my, they're my finding fr- boots in there my and friends, license plates. My friend's wife got one, and she s- literally said, like, whole hamburgers were piling out. I don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> Why? Because it's a gross subject. <laughs> That's what he said. Whole hamburgers? Yeah. That's so dumb. <laughs> Why? How did they stay whole? Because it is. Okay? <laughs> okay. Well, that makes sense. Human beings evolved all those years without colonics. Yeah. So the human body is set up to not have them. We also evolved without bottled water. Right. But look at us That's now. why I will, like, I will take that bottle of water sitting in front of me, I'll dump it out, and I'll go get tap water <laughs> in it. We're all going to get a colonic. I think you should be the first, though. Let's just give each other colonics. Why not? Wouldn't it be easy to do? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's not a lot of... There's nothing real technical about it. You have to be careful, though, not to over up the pressure too Dave high. will work the hose on you, and I'll just catch the hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> just You'll stand be... under you with some buns. Yeah. <laughs> all right, it's 1026 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. On Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. I am the star of this show, Gordon Keith, and I'm joined by Corby Davidson and ugh, Dave Lane. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So disgusting. All right, so it's time to find out. When's the last time you vomited? Uh, last night from being from being drunk from being drunk i you know years and years and years like teens no 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 i mean it was in my 20s how about you um it was about three months ago oh no was this the yard you puked in the yard and no no i i puked actually, since then yeah yeah that was like a year. yard was like two years ago <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, the, uh, the one was like three months ago. I went to uh, this like company party, and uh-huh. you know the drinks were flowing, and they were serving all the fruity drinks. We were at this themed restaurant, and so I probably had like a fifth of rum myself, and a fifth. And uh, where'd you puke? In my hotel room. Some girl's handbag? No. In my hotel room. Some girl's hamburger? I didn't... I, I, I didn't... Have you caught it? Yeah. I didn't... Um, I didn't involuntarily puke. 
You made yourself throw it where you could get some peace? Yeah, so I could sleep. I knew that I would feel better huh. if I did. That's Sounds always... like you got your drinking under control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, you've really managed it. Uh-huh. There's nothing worse. I've never done that, by the way. Made, Made yourself throw up? Throw well, up. I didn't have to, like, Man, stick my finger down my throat. If I'm, oh, well, then it's cool. If I'm nauseated, like, going to throw up, I always just want to throw up and get it over with. If you just stare at the toilet long enough, it'll, it'll I don't, come up. I don't want to stare and ride it out for two hours trying not to throw up when I can just throw up and then be done with it in ten minutes. That's the most unnatural of all human acts. With the neck strain and the... It is. And then you look in the mirror and your eyes are all bloodshot and tears running down. Yeah, your and then you blow your nose and just okay. Gross. God, it's gross. I don't throw up, by the way. Whatever. Really? I've thrown up once since I was 19. Will you take the get Ipecac challenge with us? What is that? This is stuff that makes you throw up. But just I want to us, see. I want us to like. Uh, is there a certain amount? You that vomited hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, you did. That doesn't count. That yeah, does, does count. I'm talking about from being drunk. Oh. But I want us to do a rant sometime. Maybe we'll do it for our last show. <laughs> we'll go out and we'll all eat a big breakfast together. And then we'll all drink uh, a bunch of Ipecac. And we have to sit at the table and do the show. And you Try just and vomit. down? Yeah, you vomit whenever you do, but you have to keep broadcasting. There's no leaving the table. So in the middle of a sentence, I could just vomit, and then I'd have to keep finishing the so sentence. So vomit on the mic, kind of? Yeah, we have to ignore the vomiting. We have to pretend like it's not happening. <laughs> how much Ipecac... <laughs> how hard will we be laughing watching yeah. the other ones throw up? <laughs> how much of a chain reaction would there be? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I guarantee all three of us would be vomiting at the same oh. time. How much do Because those things are little bottles, aren't they? Yeah. How much do you have to drink? The whole bottle? No, I, I don't think it takes that much. I posted something on... GordonKeith.com one time it was a video of a guy who paid another guy a thousand or a hundred dollars or something to drink this concoction and try not to throw up. Isn't it? Because it had Ipecac in it, and it was the most violent thing you've ever seen. This guy's just throwing up all over the city sidewalk. Isn't it technically is what, is syrup of Ipecac? Ipecac? Is it? How did, what's the last letter of it? P or C? C. Okay, Ipecac. Yeah. Is that what the the um, Japanese chicks take to they must to yeah. go so easily all over their breasts? What? What? Or what about that other video you sent me? Which one's that? I'm like that Polynesian-looking woman and that bald-headed guy. That I don't rumor. Well, I do. Oh, the audition tape. Is that what that was? Which one's that? Where they're doing all kinds of stuff. On a couch, and yeah. she's just losing it everywhere. <laughs> just vomiting all oh, over yeah. the place. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he's just, like, spreading it all around. Oh, gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's Wasn't what that disturbing? <laughs> it was so gross, and he was talking to her. What was that labeled? What was that? Don't forget to vote or something? Uh, it, was either, it, it was either don't forget to vote or the holidays are coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Sometimes I... Yeah. I want to send you guys, I want to keep you all in the loop, you know, about holidays and voting. what? Well, holidays and voting. And how does that remind us of those things? Well, I, sometimes there's accidental attachments. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, viruses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. Who we got? We're getting I'm here. Call. Thank you. Did we get rid of the... Thank you. Good. God, although I am interested. Yeah. What it, did Rico get lucky? Rico, call back and just and just tell uh, just tell, tell our tell Jaren off. Tell Jaren what, what you're talking about, but we can't discuss that on the air. Thank you very much. It's horribly filthy. <laughs> but do right. pl please call back. 
All right, so what did we all do last night? Did anybody have a fun adventure? Man, I... Nope. It was nuts. What did you do, Corby? I went and picked up dinner and came home and... I think I watched... Uh, uh, the end of Corby. He, I watched Seinfeld. He can no longer be Corby. You want to go out tonight, Corby? Want me to get you drunk? Uh-huh. Will you? Okay. Sure. No, I took care of my child, and uh, that was about it. Made so sure he responds. wasn't too have fussy. You, have you gotten a hall pass yet <clears throat> since the child's yeah. come along? Well, I don't really want one right now, to be honest with you. You're not He's sick enjoying of it being a daddy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel the need to, After to go all out. those times that he paid money not to be a daddy, now he finally <laughs> is a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you got to take that pill. <laughs> huh. That's an interesting story behind that one. Mm. You want to yeah. tell that one? What country was that in? That was, uh... Um... What country was that? Was it, Were we in the Netherlands? Weren't you in... Holland or somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, take this pill. Yeah, I'm only 25. I'm not ready to I'm be not, a daddy. I'm not fit to be a dad. <laughs> that is so disturbing. Yeah, it's I, so disturbing. I, I, the I next morning, they're having, Corby's having breakfast with her, and you're trying to frantically shove the morning after yeah. in her muffin. Yeah. <laughs> look Crush over, look over there. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell that story. I don't mind telling that story. Okay, go ahead. So Isaac has a little dead brother? You're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know, but my, uh, th this girl that I met over in... Um, in You're listening Christmas. to another baby-killing moment <laughs> with Corby Davidson. I was in Isaac's Europe. Isaac's brother's in the septic system of Copenhagen. I, was, <laughs> I wasn't in Denmark. I was in Europe, and I had relations with a woman. <laughs> How do you get that? Did we get it? Okay. Yeah. So I'm having relations with this woman, and, and uh, the thing that protects us all... Did not, it failed. It failed. <clears throat> and, um, and so she freaked out worse than I did, although I was pretty freaked out. And um, she goes, you know, this is a terrible time for, for that to her, happen. Yeah. And, and um, and so we went down to the local doctor, which is like so right. Seedy. I think it was right next to Anne Frank's house, as a matter of fact. Hmm. You know how? Because there's not like buildings, office buildings. It's just stuff is just shoehorned into these little European doll houses. And so a doctor could be anywhere. And so we went to the doctor, and he handed us the morning after pill, which is that even legal in the states? No, I think it is now, isn't it? I'm seeing a big debate about Morning, that. it is? You can get that? This dude's like, oh, yeah, I take him all the time. He's pointing to his friend <laughs> over here. Yeah. He's got Who's his, his supplier? He's got some in his wallet. <laughs> um, yeah, and so that was really a weird day. So you said, hey, look, Anne Frank's house, and you stuffed it in her taquito. <laughs> right. Eat this. Eat, eat. Aren't you hungry? It was bad. So um, to uh, quell the pain, we went and saw a concert that night. And, and made love under a cherry tree again. Huh, how ironic. No, we really didn't do that. Was she damaged goods after that? Uh, Why should I love you? You didn't even take care of your baby. <laughs> You're the worst mom. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad. 
not proud of it, but all right. Well, we since it. he's telling stories, all right. What about the wedding story? <laughs> That's the only story you're getting out of me today. Maybe we could piecemeal it because this is the this could be the last it rant could ever. Be. Yeah, could yeah. Be. Or maybe we're going to our last month of the rant. Maybe we should save a story a week. Maybe it's this, then the wedding story, then do you know where you are, <laughs> and then why'd you cut your hair? We'll we'll knock them all out. What about the uh, the awkward breakup that you never gave the girl the reason why you were breaking up? <laughs> oh, is that when you and I and our wives? That's the one that we. <laughs> I'm, I have not laughed so hard at something in forever. And then yeah, Corby yeah. and the wives went out, and he, I made him tell the story of why he broke up with this one girl, but he couldn't give her the real reason why he broke up with her. Yeah, I don't want to tell that one either. Why? Does she still live in town? Um, yeah, no, but some people do that could relay that information. So I mm. can't, I can't discuss that. I'm sorry. So you say no amount of soap would even erase the. I don't know what we're getting into. But okay, all right. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so you had fun last night just hanging out at yeah. home? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I had uh, an appearance last night at uh, Gators. Wow! It was good times. How'd it go? Uh, it was real good. Did you draw anyone? One, I mean, it's like... guy. It's like that you basically... I mean, you're there every night anyway at Gators, yeah, so... Yeah, uh, well, I mean, either Gators or Fridays down there. What do you... Where is it? Euless? The West End. Oh, the West End. Oh, the West End? Yeah. You know the Gators in the West End? Well, I thought there was a Gators in the... Uh... Yeah, but that's like a just a bar out in, out in Euless. Yeah. But Gators in the West End is, is kind of a West End... Trable. Uh, yeah. Lynchpin down there. Like Dick's. Ooh. Uh, Dick's moved, though. It did? It's uh, in the White Swan Building. Kind of just past Hooters towards the arena. Is it still in the West End? No, I mean, it's on the other side of the freeway now. Oh. It's, you know, towards uh, the AAC. What, what else is in the West End? The I don't Palm. Know, Corby. The Palm. Spaghetti Warehouse. Yeah. Spaghetti Warehouse on the border. Planet Hollywood. Did you ever yeah, make that Planet a big Hollywood's hangout? It's gone. Yeah. Did you ever make that a big hangout for you? West End? No. We used to film the Dion show down there. Who goes there? It, it was all, like, families and tourists. That's what tourists. it was. Tourists? Yeah. Which I is can't good believe for Dallas. tourism. Hey, speaking of tourism, I did a little Dallas tourism yesterday. Really? I went, uh, my dad and I went down to... Oh, here we go. Look, I got a dad. To, oh, yeah. Sorry for rubbing it in, Dave. Um, <laughs> Thanks. No, we went down to South Dallas and saw all the Oswald places and then went to the Sixth Floor Museum and stuff. Did you go we to the theater? We had a JFK day. What? Did you go to the theater? Yeah, but it's, it's closed. I mean, what is it? it? Texas Theater? I mean, does it say Texas Theater on the marquee? Yeah, it's still the Texas Theater. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay. but it's not a work. I thought it was like an right office now. building or something like no, that. No, they're converting it into a live music venue, kind of like Granada-esque. So, what else is there? Where did he shoot the cop? He shot uh, Tippett at the corner of Patton and 10th. Did you go there? Mm-hmm. Yep, and then that's, that's when he came back up Jefferson and... Went to the theater? Went to the theater. And they found him in there or outside there? They found him inside the theater. Do we know what film he was watching? Yes, Audie Murphy's War is Hell. Really? Yep. Wow. And uh, is that all marked? Went to the rooming house. No. Went to the rooming house where he... See, right after he killed Kennedy, he got on a bus. He walked right out the front door of the school book depository. Got on a bus, and uh, he ended up getting on a different bus and then finally taking a cab 
down to his rooming house on Beckley, and he, that's where he got his pistol and a jacket. And he just started walking, and he walked, and this officer stopped him while he was walking on the street, and that's when he shot Tippett. Now, did the officer know what he was getting into? Did he, or did he just... No, there was a general was description. Shady. Yeah, I thought he was acting a little bit weird the way he was walking, and then when he saw the cop car, he turned around the other direction, so he stopped, pulled up alongside him, and Oswald talked to him through the, you know, that small window up front, and uh, so then Tippett, I guess, had enough suspicion that he got out of the car and started walking around the front, and that's when Oswald shot him. Uh, emptied his revolver into him. How many times did he shoot him? I think five, but I think he used all six shells, so maybe one missed. Hmm. Something like that. And I tell you, it was, it's really strange. The rooming house that he rented a room that he went to get his pistol right after he killed Kennedy, uh, still the house in front of it, there's a sign, room for rent. No you, way. Yeah, you can still rent that room, I'm sure. A woman still rents rooms. Now, what was his Russian wife's name? Marina. She was hot. Yeah, she was very pretty. Wonder what happened to her? I know she moved. She lived in Rockwall, didn't she, for a while? And she, then she may still live in still alive. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, what inspired this uh, trip down JFK memory lane? Oh, I've just been going down to South Dallas. It seems like a lot lately. Why? I don't know why. Well, eat down crash. at the Bishop Arts District and stuff like that. I have no idea where that Texas theater is. I don't you want to go sometime? I don't have any idea. I'll take where it you on is. a. On a ghoul tour, tourism route. You can see all that stuff. That interests me. You know, I've only been to the Sixth Floor Museum once. It's so... Have you ever been? Yeah, I went once a long time ago. It's amazing how, you know, that's like the number one attraction in Dallas, but I bet you 75% of the people who live in the Metroplex have never even stepped foot down there. That's just typical of any city. I yeah, mean, that's I, true. I remember my friend lived, had lived in New York for eight years, and it wasn't until I went up there to visit him that he went to the, like the Empire State Building and, you know, just some of yeah. the standard New York stuff. You never do the stuff in your own town. It's pretty sad. All right, let's, let's get into the uh, gay rodeo next. Ten, the ticket. You're listening to the rant. Corby Davidson, Dave Lane, Gordon Keith out at Sneaky Pete's in Louisville. We're going to be here until noon today, having so much fun. The first beers of the day. Have Come on out here. We'll open. stab you. Yeah, look at these guys drinking beer. Good. How old are you guys? 22? God, I envy you. Why? Oh, man. Because they, they got, they got nothing going on. Look at them. They got cigarettes, beer. Yeah, they're trying to drink this early in the morning to forget how beaten their life is right now. No, no they're not beaten. They're not at all. They have their whole life ahead of them. <laughs> they well, yeah, they have, well, everyone has their whole life ahead of them. They don't have they? very few responsibilities. You guys students? You out of school? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Just kind of <laughs> hanging. Do your parents give you any money? You have real jobs? What's, uh, who makes the most out of you guys? What does he do? A company that delivers messages. What'd you say? Oh, oh delivers nuclear medicines. Never heard of those. Wow. All right, so how much do you make? Well, well how much? Make they say you make the most. 20000 a year? Okay, well, 25? You're 22? 22, man. More than that, 30 a year? All right. So between 25 and 30, about 28. Yeah, but you have no You're expenses. Rich. You have no expenses. Yeah, he's rich. You are rich. He is rich. I'll tell you, I, when I was... I think if I go back and look at my statements, my tax r returns, I guarantee you at 22, I didn't make $500. Yeah, 
I know I didn't. A year? I was a student. Well, I no, had... he's got a job. You didn't have a job. Your, right, my your first, first job out of school. My first job out of school? Eight, eight, eight or, or 9,000? Maybe 12? Yeah. I'm with you. That's, That's what a, I made. I would have killed to have made that much money. Yeah, he's. you're rolling in it. You're right. Well, now he's lighting up a cigarette. He, he, I'm <laughs> telling you, he's beaten in some way. Look at him. He's drinking it, smoking it. It's not even 11 I'm getting yet. ready to join him. Oh, whatever. Oh, he's taking a phone call. Look at him. Yeah, they're talking about <laughs> me. Yeah, you listen to the ticket? Yeah, I'm on there yeah. right now. I'm famous now. Yeah. That was me that mentioned nuclear medicine. <laughs> yeah. What a made-up job occupation. I uh, deliver uh, nuclear <laughs> nuclear uh, medicines. I deliver nuclear medicines. To cancer patients. Medicine. <laughs> to cancer patients that are dying of cancer. <laughs> Mostly cancer. Uh, anyway, yeah, so what was your first job right out of college, Corby? Um, well, I was a courier for a law firm. Uh, the Indians are all into that, right? Yeah. People from India. I uh, worked at... What? Radio Shack. Thank you. Were you a good employee there? Horrid. <laughs> Why do you ask for people's zip codes at Radio Shack? You got a base in it? Yeah, and I had to do that every time they bought something. It's such a beating. Oh, it's awful. And um, what else did I do? So did you know a lot about the electronics and everything? Nothing. What I need is a 1K diode. Or yeah, and I mean, it was just like, well, I think they're in the... Is that batteries? <laughs> is that a remote-controlled car? Are you a wire? <laughs> I would just send them, because I knew... Do you mean telephone? <laughs> <laughs> I would just... I knew where everything was in the store. And so when they would say something like that, I'm like, over there. Like, well, can you know how to hook it up? I mean, I'm trying to connect, blah, blah. I'm just like, no. Dude, I just took a big rip. I, just, I don't even know. Oh, it was terrible. It was so horrible. Horrible. All right, so you were a courier for how long? I mean, these are all, like, menial right. six-month jobs. Radio Shack, I worked for a year. Um, what else did I do? I know I'm leaving. I was a waiter. The J. Peppies for a while. Just crap. What did you... You were like a... Projectionist. The movie theater. Yeah, I was a movie theater projectionist. And then I worked for... I was a doorman at the Improv for like two months. And then I that worked at the ticket. was too tough for you? I just stopped showing up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder how long I did work at that job. It had to have been a little while. What I, I would I would drive the comedians from there to and from their hotel room. Remember that? And I remember Byron Allen when I was trying to take him back to his hotel room. He made me go to a strip club with him. Take your pants off, young man. Let's see what you got. Oh yeah, <laughs> look at that. You had to take. You got some black in you somewhere. You had to take him to a strip club. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Which one did he want to go to? Any one of them. We went to Cabaret Royale on Greenville. No, wait. What's on Greenville? No. That's Million Dollar on Greenville. Right. Where's Cabaret? Is that That's down right by, by Dave & Buster's that we're at. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, stuff like that. I really didn't what like was that your, job. What kind of jobs did you guys have in high school? I cleaned my girlfriend's mother's office building once a week. Give up? <laughs> yeah. I was a busboy at IHOP. Oh, I remember that. I yeah. worked at that same movie theater as a doorman in high school. I was a sacker at Winn-Dixie. I cleaned hotel rooms at Courtyard. God, you did? Oh my. 
I was a sacker at Winn-Dixie, and then the greatest job I still have ever had was working at the golf course. Um, like being the range guy and the cart guy. So easy. So, I mean, you just had a golf course all day. I'd go hit balls, play golf when I wanted to. I would take that job right now. Over the gay rodeo? Yes, over the gay rodeo. Speaking of gay rodeo, it's in town. <laughs> nice transition. Well done. It will arrive at Resistall Arena in Mesquite today. Resistall advances. It says with little more riding equipment. Oh, wait. That's what, what I wanted to say. What is the gay rodeo, and why do they have it? <laughs> why don't it's the they, same why, as regular rodeo, well, but the they, guys ride side saddle. Shut up. Why don't they participate in the real rodeo? Are they not good enough, or do they just have to have a gay rodeo? Why aren't there a gay NFL? There should be. I'd watch it. <laughs> Would you watch that over? As the everyone lingers in the in the piles at the end, always the scrum. <laughs> Everybody always fumbles, right? <laughs> oh, look what I've done! I seem to have dropped it. Let me pick this up. I mean, why do they get their own rodeo? Is it lesbian or gay? Well, that looks like that mess right there looks like a lesbian. That mess right there. <laughs> well, whatever that person. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they have to have a separate gay rodeo. Probably because there's so much backlash if you're a known gay in a straight rodeo. It says about 4,000 participants and spectators are expected to attend the rodeo this year, the 19th IGRA Finals. To qualify, you must... They didn't have gays 19 years ago. To qualify, you must be gay, and participants must be ranked in the top 20 nationally in How do you events. prove you're gay? I don't <laughs> you know. you have, have sex in front of the judges? If, so I was okay. like a, if I was like a spare rodeo guy, I would join the gay rodeo. And be good. Even if they said, okay, you have to prove you're gay by making out with this guy. Just, they just have, you know, I don't know, George Dijon is standing there. <laughs> George Dijon. And you have to try to make out with him. <laughs> and that's how you prove it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's worth it. You would? I think so. Would you make out with a guy for $10,000? All right, let me, no, let me give, no. You, guys, let me guys give you this. 10000 would you, Dave? Yes. 10,000 bucks? Make out? Like hardcore? Yeah, I mean... For like five minutes. But it's hot. I mean, it's Oh, not, it is? Yes. Okay, then yeah. Yeah, I thought you meant just like casual. No. But no, if it's hot and hardcore, be into for it. sure. All right, you have let to me, be like trying to get Grego's pants down as you're making out with him. Let me do this... Hypo okay, let's do a hypothetical, because we came up with a good one. And we'll do it next. What? Eleven twelve on Sports Radio thirteen ten the ticket. You're listening to the rant from Sneaky Pete's in Louisville. Corby, Dave, and Gordon, and we have some P ones out here. All of them drinking beer, having a good time. I love them. Smoking, not really talking to each other too much. Just kind of, just kind of there. Yeah, that's the way it should be. They're tired. They're hungover from a tough night. And yep. Way to, no better way to start a day than crack one open. Okay, Corby, you have a hypothetical for us. Yeah. So. We, we talked about this on, uh, Grego and I talked about this the other day. If you, you have to make the choice between uh, being with a woman who is 100 pounds overweight, um, not but ugly, not really attractive, you're probably going to be poor. No, it's not probably. You are going to be poor. Not at the poverty line, but you're going to make, you know... Uh, a mean income of about 25 grand. Around nuclear medicine kind of money. Yeah. For the rest of your life. Okay? Right. And you got to be with this woman and you have to have sex with her once, once a month or something. For the rest of your life. Okay. Or 
a George Clooney-esque type male, a very handsome actor, whatever, some sort of mogul in the business world, um, sweeps you off your feet. <laughs> oh, wait, now you've already added a little romance to it. <laughs> and uh, you're with him for the rest of your life. And you're going to be rich. And you're going to have to have love with him once a month. Once a month? Mm-hmm. Or you, you duke it out with one of the ugliest women in the world and live in a trailer. And Well, people think I'm gay already, so... Yeah, I, I, I think this is an easy one. Yeah. You choose the guy? You just you gay George out. Yeah. You, you just gay out and you try to wake up as early as you can to get as drunk as you can to forget how gay you are. <laughs> just like these guys are doing. So you guys would be gay? I would be totally gay. I mean, you'd be rich. But, okay, uh, I'd be rich... But do I have to stay around Clooney all the time, or is like okay, I can no, perform my duty with him once a month, and then I can travel no, 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 and do no. stuff? No, you're you with live, him. You live as husband and wife. Yes, you're his guy, and you can't. Do you have to break press free. around? Does does he like insist that? No, you... you're just you're you. You're you. Everything about you, you is still like you. You have to hold hands in public and kiss in public. Yeah, like you got to be. Gay, oh, now, if you're adding affection in it, then no. What do you think sex is? Well, I, I would, we just, I would rather do the grossest of things with a guy than to make out with a guy. Are we just like roommates? God. <laughs> are we just like roommates and then just once a month you just have to roll over and... No, yeah, you're a couple like you are with this the big fat toad. But you're, you're going to try with. and avoid the big fat toad as much as possible. But you can't. I can't. That's part of it. It's part of the husband-wife package. I hate... I, hate, I mean, you're going to be gay. But you're going to have a lot of money. You're probably going to live in Malibu on a beach. But you're going to be really gay. But what if George Clooney's not nice to you? I'd learn to like it. Are you kidding? This is what Dave has always wanted. It appeals <laughs> to every shallow instinct he has. A hot guy living in Malibu. Right. Being yeah. rich. I mean, you, got, you have you money. You not being anyone yourself, but just attaching yourself to someone important. This is Dave's dream. You have enough money to, to last the rest of your life. You can adopt a child if you would like to. That'd be fine. You know? You and, I'm, and I'm talking... And the guy who, who you're with is like a real good... Like a Johnny Depp type. I mean, he's... People be like, wow, he's with him. That's cool. Yeah. Give it to me. Gosh. I take poverty. Yeah. And the toothless, fat... You're, you're doing a 180 now, Gordon? Mule. Yeah, I am. I thought if it was just, okay, you, you could just get blasted and get your physical duties over with for, you know, mm -mm. and then go on and live your life, but he, he's changing it up to where I can't well, agree to is, it. Is, uh, is Johnny Depp or George Clooney, are they, like, going on shoots for months at a time? Am I, uh, you know, and then we just have, like, a he's conjugal He's saying that there? you just have to be with them all you're, the you're, time. You're with him all the time. It's, like, they, they go, it's you like, go. like your husband and wife. You okay, but, but wait a second, but you can get away from your wife from time to time. Well, yeah, you can get away from them, but every day you come home to them, and, but yeah, you can probably take a vacation on your own. But, but if you you're rich, you can travel separately and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you can do that. But okay, the, it's, yeah. I mean, just think of your relationship you have right now, right. and then just throw it over there to, to him. So, but we like, uh, you know, on Wednesday nights, we cuddle up on the couch with a bottle of Chianti and watch Lost. Yeah. Oh, see, that's the stuff I can't stand. Yeah, I mean, we, we I'd rather the just the the animal get as drunk as you can, do the animal acts, and then try to forget about it. And you can't to do all the loving stuff. That's the stuff yeah. that creeps yeah. me out. And can you talk to him on the phone? I love you. I love you too. Oh, jeez. And like, 
like in a, well, I can't remember the name of that, but whatever. It's just, it's just you and, it's just you and him, and you you can't cheat. You can't like go off and try to try to Get pick women. up women. You can't do that. I mean, you're gay for the rest of your life. All right, give me poverty. I'm gonna switch. I don't believe him. I don't believe him either. <laughs> I think I still think it's the I, opportunity I, you've been waiting for. I would love to. I, would I think love you're very bisexual. That. You've you've admitted you're bisexual. I would love to live the uh, the wealthy lifestyle, but yeah, all the uh, all the love and affection and uh, living as as husband and husband. That's just too but much. You're an admitted bisexual, David. No, I'm not. Oh, you haven't admitted it. Uh. Uh-uh. He's not public with it. <laughs> no one has proven that I'm bisexual. That's my Quincy oh, argument. Oh, very interesting. But do you know how miserable you would be? Do you think there'd be one ounce of happiness that you would have with this horrible woman? Just no. that gay sex could break out at any moment? No, with this woman. Or with the woman? Either way, it's a death sentence. You know what? I think I'm taking you're the guy. You're either going to blow your no, head you, off okay, or you're going to die. Have you, you changed you know the way you have a bad relationship with the woman? Or is the only negative thing about the woman is she's not attractive? Yeah, but you don't like her. Okay, well now see you you change it so much. But you don't yes. like the guy either. Okay, so you hate you equally cannot get along with either of them. Yeah, I mean you may get along with them, but you're like, God, this sucks. This just sucks. You may like the guy as a friend. He may be a really cool guy to go shoot hoops with and play golf with. Or what about the girl? Do you like her as a friend? Yeah, you can. It's not like she's a horrible human. She's just well, okay. A, a, I I can't even follow your hypothetical <laughs> anymore. It switches. <laughs> she's just a lard ass. But you can be friends with her and you like her and. Yeah. But you, with the poverty thing. Poverty, you're not traveling anywhere, ever. You can't you, afford it. Do you it. have kids? Uh, I don't know. That's your you, choice. So just the two of you living on that's your choice. nuclear medicine money. <laughs> it's your choice. You can have children if I'm you want. I'm going to inject myself on nuclear medicine right <laughs> after the show. <laughs> yeah, I guess I would take the, uh, I'd take the woman. No, I'd take the guy. Can I have, can I have both? Yes. Okay. You can live a double life? Yes. I'll do both. Weekends, you fly to the coast. All right, here's my hypothetical for you. Okay. Would you rather be the... This is such an uncomfortable hypothetical, and I got it from you. Uh, would you rather be the parent of a child that is murdered? This is a good one for you, Corey, because you just had a kid. Mm-hmm. Or be the parent of a child who is a murderer? Mm. I don't know. That's horrible. I hate you for bringing that up. <laughs> this one keeps Kevin, up our engineer, night. brought this yeah. up. That's a good one. That really is. Give. Uh, I. I think I would want to have my child murdered. Oh, how can you say that? <laughs> either way, either way, it just sounds so terrible. Because you get a lot of sympathy that way. <laughs> yeah. People are feeling sorry for you. Maybe but, you can score George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, move out to Malibu. Oh, that's awful. Because you're horrible? like, well, I think I'd rather my child be a murderer. Anything that comes out of your mouth is just yeah. wrong. I'd love it if he killed 10 to 12 people. Oh, my goodness. Was it a crime of passion? Okay. No, no, no. This is like, uh, like you know, Dahmer's parents. All right. Then give me my kid being killed. Because, oh, because he, just, he just had a baby. Because he that baby to die. Because I look at it from this this perspective. You don't want to be shamed. There's only one child being killed as opposed to the 20 that Dahmer did. So I'm saving lives. What if it's a one for one deal? Yeah, it's one for one. They have I a special. You. They run a special. I hate you. <laughs> 
If it's one for one, your then, kid dies or your kid If it's kills one for one, one then I want my kid to be a murderer. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And you get to choose who they murder. So I would it be. Can't, it can't be homeless. So I would be a. Yeah, you a, can't cheat and just say it's a homeless. So I'd be a widower, with. <laughs> so you're saying that you would want your child to kill, kill your, wife. your wife? Yeah, I'd have my son kill my wife. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> no. God, the baby's not even two weeks old yet, and you already want him to kill your wife. <laughs> That's this hypothetical story. And then move out to Malibu with you. And <laughs> yes. Yeah, and George Clinton is a couple. You and George Clinton oh, raised the baby. <laughs> I'm finally here. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a giggle. What would you do? Huh? I'm not answering those stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go to your phone calls next. It's 1123 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Eleven thirty. Oh, this is the rant, and we're at Sneaky Pete's in Louisville. This is the final rant ever. Possibly. I don't know if it's the final rant ever, but we're getting close to it. I had more people come up to me, guys, not out, ask me about. It's because I'm the perpetuating. Rant Stop it! <laughs> I think we ought to just let it go away and not make any announcement about it or anything, just naturally never on. Yeah. So. Like we do when people get fired at this station? I don't know. They what just go you're away about. and we don't ever say a word about it. No idea what you're talking about. What is station? You remember when Coop got fired? <laughs> and our program director at the time, the laddie, Mike Thompson, decided it'd be a good idea for him to go on. What do you have in your mouth? Food, I'm sorry. Clooney remnants. Do you remember that, though? He came on the air for like 30 minutes by himself to explain why Cooperstein got fired. You got right. some Clooney in the corner of your mouth. Did <laughs> <laughs> you stop it? Are you Clooney's burger catcher? <laughs> oh, man. So, so keep going with your story. That's it. it. I don't have any more. It was real good. I'm out on stories. So I expect that um, we never said anything about Big Dick getting fired. I did. We did, did on the yeah, air. Yeah, we did. And we, we were at Bone Daddy's. You weren't there. Oh, okay. Okay. We well, I mean, on the regular... This was the only show that had the guts to address it, On right? the shows that matter during the day, no one said a word about it. Why not? No, no one ever said a word. It's like, uh, let's not talk about this. Why? No, no one told us not to talk about it. Yeah, I know, but no one did talk about it. Well, what are you going to say? Hey, the guy got canceled. Management says it's due to long-term ratings performance, and they decided to go in a different direction. Yeah. Okay. And then all that does is just invite a bunch of people who want to ask questions about it. How'd it go down, man? Was he tick? Man, why didn't they like him? What, what, I think it's a conspiracy. They right. were just trying to get rid of liberal voices on the radio. <laughs> you need to hear all that and just like, he's so tiring. I still get a couple of emails every day. What happened to him? What happened to the guy? Like, well, he got fired. He's on MSNBC now. He was on MSNBC from the Bunny Ranch. I don't know why he befriends that guy. Because. Because it gets him, him on MSNBC. Sex. All right. Uh, yeah, so if anyone wants to talk firings, I guess you can call up and ask questions. Corby's opened the floodgates, 214-787-1310. Um, 
It's just, okay, what are you going to Here's a show, a nighttime show. Mm-hmm. I understand mentioning something little about it, but you can't do something too big about it because here's a nighttime show that's being let go because of ratings, because there weren't enough people listening to it. Right. And so you're going to take up morning drive time when you're supposed to be entertaining people and doing stuff. I agree. I agree. To talk about uh, a a nighttime show. Probably 80% of Dunham & Miller Miller listeners have no idea what the Wild Ass Circus is. I mean, it's just, it's... I understand what you're saying, and I do think that something little should be mentioned about it, but you can't do too much, or it's, you know, I think you're just being indulgent then. Yeah, I agree, and it's 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 a weird position. And, and you know, you say you got fired for ratings, but no one gets ratings at night on, on our station, you know? They keep trying to do different things to get ratings. That's what the Wild Ass Circus was about. Maybe that was going to be the idea that... I was able to get it, and it did improve ratings oh, yeah, from what it, did. it used to be. It did. It certainly improved it from, from whatever else we threw out there at night. But I just don't know what they want out of that. The Africans? I think they were the hot spot. <laughs> that was what they were called. Yeah, well, a ticket chick, unfortunately, called them what Dave just called them. All right, let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket with Fired Talk with Corby Davidson. Hi, you're on AM. Hey. Hey. Just to let Corby know that Bob and Dan talked about it for a little bit of a segment one day, but he's, he'd have to climb out of Reiner's lap during pre-show meetings to uh, listen. So. It's a shot you, Corby. Yeah, that is. You going to take that? I do sit in his lap during pre-show. <laughs> he's yeah, your George what, are we, what are we doing, Dad? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket with the Rant AM boys. Hello there. Hey. This is me, babe. Hello? Hey, Gordo. Yeah. Remember Elephant, uh, Mark Elephant Bind used to have a show? Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Elephant Bind? It's Elephant Bind. Remember he had a show called The Bottle Rocket? Yeah. With with another guy? Yep. He won't talk about that. What happened to those two? Uh, The guy he did the show with was let go. I honestly don't know what happened there. I thought I don't the guy, remember. I thought Shapiro, did he get canned or did he just quit doing the show? No, he, the laddie uh, fired him. Because he, because hey, he, come it's, on, man, it's, dude. It's really sh- Hi, you're on Sports Radio 13 in the ticket. Hey, I, uh, I was just calling in because I've just become a manager and I'm wondering, uh, I actually have to fire someone here pretty soon. I'm wondering mm-hmm. what's the best way to, uh, you know, let them go. this is fascinating because my brother-in-law is uh, was an HR director for for Echo Star, you know, yeah. the company that owns Dish Network, and sure. he had to do a lot of hiring and a lot of firing, and he said that you don't ever get used to it. It's always horrible, but the main thing is you always have to you got to watch your back from a company perspective to make sure there's no lawsuit that's going to be involved in this well, for absolutely. whatever reason. So. In this case, and it's really, it's very lawsuit-driven. I mean, we have poor performance and poor attendance from this person, but just because of a single thing, well, basically a, an intermittent, intermittent leave of absence, using it, right? Yeah. So it's like, what's the best way to say, look, you've been screwing us, but we really have to go, although that your lawsuit. phone's breaking up. We're somehow not getting the return. Could you guys? I, I think that Thanks would be the, the worst moment of your well, life having to you, fire someone. Because even if they are, like he said, that they're 
you know, attendance is poor, they're a non-performer, whatever, you know, even if you have justifiable reasons to let somebody go if you're in that position, you know that you're at least temporarily ruining that person's life and throwing their life into a tailspin. Yeah, right. Because, because crap, what, are the, what am I going to do for a job now? Yeah. You know? You, but you, the thing is, most people who have to do firing, like this guy, you work your way up to a certain point where... I mean, that's your job. That's, that's kind of, that's what you do. You've been working to put yourself in that position, but then all of a sudden you're put in the position you don't want to be in, but that's what you work for. You get this promotion, you're like, well, I'm now at the point where I have to do it. That's your job. It would, but it doesn't matter. It's just always, oh, I would cry. If it was someone you had to fire for, you know, you, you like the person or whatever, but they just weren't performing the way they should be or whatever, they weren't getting the job done, you know how hard it would be if you, if you had some sort of personal relationship with someone? Well, in the wor- I think the worst scenario is when it's a financial decision, you know, when you have to cut staff and you have to decide, you know, based on salaries or based on tenure who needs to go. So it's not necessarily that they did anything wrong, but it's like, you know, hey, uh, you know, we have this severance package for you, but we just can't afford to keep you anymore. Yeah. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Hey, I was wondering, with all that, I mean, like, really super hot gay talk, how was it Norm never came out of his cell? I kind of thought he'd be awake. And Norm's, <laughs> Norm, we keep Norm in his cell. He's only in his cell during the hard line, I think. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Hello, hard talk? Yeah, this is hard talk. Great Gordo along with Rocco after he got fired is still some of the best oh, yeah. radio I've ever that. heard. I, 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 I hear you. Were you working wasn't it on no the idea. Wasn't that on the internet for a while? Somebody yeah. had it and, Somebody it, had and it. it posted it somewhere. I mean, that was. Wait, was he mi- fired? No, he wasn't fired then. No, he was you fired got, the that following guy, you Monday. Got him fired. I did not get him fired. Oh. You, got you him don't fired. talk to me. He walked out on his show on Friday. On Thursday. Right. Was it Friday? Yeah, he walked out on his show on Friday, came on the rant for like 30, and a half. 30 minutes. <laughs> no, it was like 30 minutes. Like 30 minutes that Saturday, and then he was fired Monday morning before his show. But that did not get him fired, what happened on Saturday. Yeah, Walking did. out on his show was his final Yeah, but that, that, that Saturday deal kind of was the reason that he walked out on his show early. Because you ripped what? him so bad. No, he walked on a show before Saturday. Did. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was the next day. No, he, he came walked. On. It all started with that article that was in the Dallas Observer. Oh, that's why you got that fired. Wolanski you were ripping did. him. You were ripping no, him in the Observer. No, Reiner did. <laughs> and he was so angry at us because of that. And he'd worked for two years, and no one had befriended him because he, he didn't wasn't, tried. He be. wasn't part of the clique. What is that? What is a clique? <laughs> the big five. I don't know what you're talking about. So... And then he was fired that Monday. The sorry thing that they did was they let him do an appearance before they called him in. Oh, yeah, he was at a 7-Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Welcome to Fired Talk. Yeah, is this still Fired Talk? Yeah. What's your name, sweetheart? Um, this is Emily. Okay. I've had to fire a couple of people, and um, I usually cry the night before. But during the actual firing of the person, they're usually so in shock that they, they don't react, they don't get combative, they just pretty much hang their head and, and you know, walk back to their desk and collect their things. Do you at least show them a little chest before they go? No. It's really hard, even as the boss, though, to get through it without crying because it's very traumatic for both people. Uh, She's a bitch, okay? Oh, my. How old are you? 
Oh, we let her go, I guess. Did you? Oh. Yeah. Did you? How old do you think she is? <sighs> Sound like 30. Okay, we've had one guess of six in our ear, and then you guessed 30. She has to be old enough to fire someone, so... Yeah. You know? I think she's 12 or 13. So what happened when you got let go from the station once? Twice, you mean? Twice. Um, why are you bringing up this uncomfortableness? <clears throat> well, I want to know who did it. Who had to do it? I think the first time it was Peppy. Peppy. You remember Peppy? Yeah, yeah. Our old assistant program director. Yeah, she called me and had me come in early for my shift. And then I went into her office and she was like in tears. And she said, you know, um, you have to go out to the ballpark. You know, because that's when we were... Oh, yeah, we were owned by the same we owned KRLD. Yeah, we were owned by SFX. And she was like, you have to drive out to the ballpark. You know, they're having a meeting with several people, you know, and it's kind of... You know, I can't tell you why oh, you're going out there. Oh, a horrible drive that must have been. Yeah, so I had to drive out to the ballpark for my debriefing. And then I think the other time... For your briefing? No, it was my debriefing. As I was what information were they getting from you? I thought debriefing was like mm -hmm. post-mortem. Debriefing is when you are... When you give information if, if, to them. If I'm debriefing you, you're giving me information. Okay. If I'm briefing you, I'm giving you the information. Okay, well then I was briefed. Okay. And then I was let go. But no, the other time, I guess, uh, God. I, it was when Bruce said, uh, we've decided to go with Kevin Scott. Yeah, I, and you know what? I think it was, um, I think all it was right, just this a story. I think it was just a, now. I think, <laughs> Dave doesn't remember I'm any of remember. it. He blocked it all out? Yeah, I think it was just a phone call. I think it was just like. Did he didn't even call you in the office? No, I think I called him. And then I found out, you know, he said, well, we've decided to go with Kevin Scott. He didn't like even interview me for the position. It wasn't even like a, a, a possibility that I would oh. get it. Oh. Mm, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. So. So how long were you without a job that second time after you got let go from the station? Well, I already had a job. I was already working at the ad agency before the one I'm at now. You were? Uh huh. Yeah. God, I don't remember. You've had so many jobs. I've had so many jobs. <laughs> Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket with Corby. Hey, ticket. Hey. Hey. Hey, is this hard talk? Yes. Yes. Well, my question is about uh, Craig Miller. Go ahead. He has a stance that says he will not vote unless his one vote makes a difference. Well, how in the heck would he ever know if his one vote made a difference until he voted? He's never. He's always after the fact. So his vote may be the determining factor that he didn't make. Yeah, and I think so, if he found, you know, one major election that did come down to one vote, he'd say, all right, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it because I can see that it can get that close. Yeah, Craig's rationale on certain subjects aren't exactly logical. Hi, you're on AM radio with AM Corby. <clears throat> hey, can I get on firing you talk? Damn yes, right, you, you can. can get on it real hard. Oh, hey guys. Oh. Hey, what's your um, name? Dina. 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 Okay. Sounds country. This is Dina Schlosser, the one no. that. Uh... No, I write you all the time though. Oh, oh yes. Well, I've got two comments on firing talk. The first one, I think it's uh, extremely sorry when they fire you before the holidays. Agreed. And secondly, kind of in a different direction, you know, what kind of ratings does it take? Because there's a lot of intelligence shows on TV, but if they don't perform like, um, you know, How I Married the Fat Woman or Look at How This Fat Woman Screams at This Other Fat Woman's Kids. Then I, I think they have more complicated titles for their shows. <laughs> Look at How This Fat Woman cut, Screams like, at the Other Fat Woman's Kids. I mean, Over There is not coming back. Arrested right. Development is not coming back. I mean, what about 
show is pretty called Bull. Yeah, it got canceled. Really? Yeah. yeah, isn't that disgusting? Wow. It's a great show. Well, if it doesn't have an audience, it doesn't have an audience. But but what does it take? I mean, if it makes money, okay, what it's if it's not making make money if it doesn't dollars? have an audience? You can't. You, the the ad revenue isn't very Don't much. Yell at her, Corby. You She's can't giving tell her little me that over there doesn't have testing. an audience. My God, I hear D Bob Sturm and, and Reiner sing the song every day. You're telling me it doesn't have an audience? No, it doesn't. The ratings were horrible. Uh, well, how is Arrested Development that horrible? I mean, there was like 30 million people that signed a petition to keep it on, and now it's going off. Well, I don't think it was 30 million. Well, okay, I'm exaggerating. Oh, okay. Try to keep up. By the way, I'll congratulations on Isaac. Thanks, Dina. Hey, love you guys. Love you, too. I love you the most. <laughs> Bye. All right, 11.45 on Sports Radio th 1310. The ticket coming up next, Corby tells the marriage story. Oh, good. How are you, people? It's 11.52, Sports Radio 1310. The ticket, you listen to the Gordon Keith Show along with Corby Davidson and Dave Lane. Also known as The Rant. Taking your telephone call, 787-1310. Give us a call. Let us know what you think. Anything you heard about on the... Why do I hear Dalton? All right, so we're finishing up. Corby, do you want to tell the marriage story? No. Okay. That's, that's for uh, next week. Yeah. That's for next week. Does anyone want to share their favorite rant memories since this may be our last show? Mine is when, um, um, I don't know if we've talked about this in a long time, but uh, when Rocco came on the program and I uh, just got talked him about fired, that last segment and fired. I didn't have him fired. That was my favorite moment. And that is nobody's favorite moment. Okay? How about you? My favorite memory is when um, Tommy hey, Daniels admitted Dill. to killing Gracie. The first time? Yeah, the that was great. First time. One of the best rants ever. We were at a car dealership or something. Was that the one your parents came out to? But it was the Morphing Rant. No, we were in studio for the Morphing oh, Rant. Oh, was Morphing Rant and Lobster Claw the same day? No. And Hugo the Rat. I swear all you, three no, were the same day. Hugo the Rat, Lobster Claws, and... Um, yeah, Hugo the Rat and Lobster Claws were the same day. Right. Really? I thought one other thing was. It wasn't Blood Cannons and something else the same day? Well, Blood Cannons was the week before my wedding. Yeah, we were out at a clothing store. We were, yeah, golf, like a golf expo or something uh -huh. like that. And Corby talked about hiring and <laughs> renting some blood cannons oh. to shoot blood all over the audience as soon as they oh. exchange their vows. And, and having blood packets yeah. and in the train, the train of her train. dress so it looks like she's bleeding from somewhere as she walks down the aisle. <sighs> Sex. Those are all tasteful things. Those are good shows. That's when the rant was good. That's when the rant was good. The 90s. So, okay, a question for you, David, since you used to be the producer of the show, and I guess you still are in some way. No, I'm not. Okay, well, who's I'm, our producer? I'm co-host. We don't have no. one. We don't have a producer? Not no. so much. Okay, so what was, uh, when did I start doing the Saturday show? Um, you were my producer at the very beginning, right? No, I was board op at the very beginning. He was producer. When it, I first started on Saturdays, Corby it, was producer? Uh-huh. I when, was? Yeah. I think we started on Saturdays... I remember it was early, like 7 to 10. Did we start, were we ever on Saturdays in the old building, or was it just after we moved to the new building? I think it was after we moved to the new building. Yeah, I think it was. So how long ago was that? That was what, like 97 or 98? Wow. Boy, I've done a lot of great broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> 
So there you go. There's our rant retrospective. Wasn't it organized? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was we great. We had a lot of good memories, a lot of fun audio to play. <clears throat> Always good. Were you out here? Oh, we all were out here whenever we had the at Sneaky Peach when we had the that one infamous summer bash where it rained to holy hell and there was about 10,000 people out here that were as drunk as I've ever seen humans the whole day and that's when the we had that kiddie pool set up that guy took a nosedive in for yeah. 50 bucks and ended up getting 50,000 from the station <laughs> sued our ass because he broke his nose because he dove in there oh the thing we're not supposed to talk about on the air oh they've talked about it a bunch have they mm-hmm <laughs> yeah <sighs> and then those, and then, those cases that 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 make you mad. And then we had rented all this uh, this equipment, this audio equipment, and put it downhill. Put it downhill, and it, w it was ruined because all, it just there was a mudslide that went right into it. I mean, it was pretty hardcore. It was fun though. That was a fun day. Good times. Yeah. Too bad that this is it. Um. <laughs> Remember when we used to carpool together too? We just shoes. we just did today. Oh, yeah, that's that's a very recent memory. <laughs> Another time. All right, we'll take your phone calls on the end of the rant. Two one four seven eight seven thirteen ten. Hi, you're on AM. Hey, what, uh, what happened to Martine Wallen? Oh, great question, Corby. You want to take that? Yeah. Um, she actually. Uh, this is really hard for me to say. She actually still works at the station. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you're on Sports Radio thirteen ten. The ticket. Oh. Higher on the ticket. Oh! Higher on the ticket. I guess that's the end of the rant. Forever? Yeah, this is Trevor. I was calling for Corby. Hi, Trevor. Oh, okay. Hi, Trevor. Yeah, I have some dirt on Dr. Phil. A couple of months ago, you said you wanted someone to find some. Yeah, he's some a, dirt on Dr. Phil. He's an enemy of mine. Personally. Well, we might want to watch this. I mean, we don't know what this guy's going to say. Well, we'll it's tell you with a grain of salt. Back in, before he got famous, when he lived in Henrietta, Texas, he was accused of molesting a child. But it never came out because the judge made a deal that if he never showed up All in All right, this is ridiculous. That's it. That's it. Completely unsubstantiated. Hey, Gordon. What? The more unprotected sex, uh -huh. the more people get AIDS, yeah. the more they literally distribute AIDS. <laughs> Isn't it fun to be able to laugh a little bit? Norm. What's so funny about AIDS, Norm? I don't know. The more they distribute AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anyway. All right. Anything that we want to say to each other after working together all Boy, these years? Well, it's been a good, you know. Yeah. yeah. I hope I'll see you guys around. I hope this, you know, we can still be friends and stuff like that. I doubt it, but that's a good thought. Yep, I doubt it too. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all have a good life. Y'all, you too. Do well for yourselves. All right. Okay. What are you planning on doing, Corby? I don't know. All your free time now. Just my two hours on Saturdays. Yeah. Now that you're able to reclaim them. Probably try to stay young. Just stay young, man. Yeah, you guys hear that. It gives right? me two yeah. more hours yeah. of drinking time. It's true. So, Dave, what do you plan to do with all your time? Cry in my pillow. Dave, you won't have a radio outlet anymore. Yeah, so what does the rant mean to you? What, what does a radio outlet mean to you? Because that's interesting, because if we lost it, do you think we would miss it, this job? No. You, uh, this, this particular show, or this job? No, no, this job. If yeah. we lost a radio outlet. Yeah, you would miss it. Okay, you think you'd miss it? 
you know, I think I would have missed it more like a year ago when I used to be funny, but... Oh, no. no I'm not going to miss it He's anymore. He's lost quite a bit in the last yeah. year. So does this new girlfriend of yours think you're funny? Not on the air. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, Barbie. Yeah, Norm. You can flat go to hell. <laughs> All right. I will. Well, seriously, guys, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been good. Oh, Troy's coming out here to Sneaky Pete's now. Don't say that, because then we'll get sued because he's not. 20 million people. We promised him. Right. All right, I'd like to thank everyone who's ever been a part of the rant. Like to thank uh, Corby and Dave, Clay Stewart, Scott Jones, (laughs) Eric Bright. Uh, Who else am I leaving out? Uh, Jason. Did you thank Clay Stewart? A board operator. Yeah. Jaron. Jaron? He's our board op right now. Yeah, he's a current one. I'm just thinking of people in the past. Brandon. Brandon, Vernon, and all the rest. Sean Bass, J.P. Horn, Vicente Farrar, Vicente Farrar, David the Duck Burl, Tyrone Tommy Walker, Daniels, Tyrone Walker, Isaac Davidson, yeah, Layla, Layla. Hey, what happened to Layla? She's working in. Um, she got fired. Oh, she did. Yeah. Well, we'll see y'all next week. We're in studio. Oh. <laughs>